back and if you're new here welcome I'm really glad that you're here I got a question for you have you ever heard the expression I'll sleep when I'm dead have you ever used that before I know I certainly have but I wasn't actually aware of how detrimental that expression really is the words we speak have either a positive or a negative impact on our lives and still even knowing that we speak them haphazardly daily. It's something that we have to really tune into in order to really make those shifts and changes in our lives to see where our words are impacting our lives, either in a vibrant way or draining way. And I know I'm getting sidetracked here, and I can definitely do an episode later on the words we speak. But for today's episode, I want to talk about sleep and who needs it and why is it important. But before we really get into that, please let me introduce myself and then we'll dive into it. My name is Dr. Kelly Ray and I'm a mindset coach counselor, notably known as the inner critic tamer. And I am passionate about helping others just like you and me who have survived things perhaps we don't like to talk about, but we know we want to do better. We want to have a better quality of life. We want to make sure that our kids have a better quality of life and their kids to come. So we know we need to clean that stuff up in order to do that, which is where I come in because I'm obsessed with teaching others how to tame their inner critic, that inner childhood conditioning, or as I'd like to say, undo some of that crap that may have happened to you and continues to keep you somewhat stuck or trips you up or holds you back from being truly who you are designed to be and help you work through that in order to move forward in a more healthy, vibrant way. And during this episode, we're going to be talking about why sleep is so important and ways to get more of it for your overall health wellness. A lot of people don't seem to know why sleep is so important. Or they just dismiss it as it's not important, right? It's the first thing to go when we get too busy. Sleep is one of those activities that are often compromised when there's just too many things to be done and not enough time. You know, not having enough 24 hours in the day. How many of you have ever said that? I know there's been moments along my journey when I thought, I wish I could just clone myself because I have so much to do and I'm not sure that I'm all going to get it done. And then my brain might think about it through the night or I might have restless sleep, you know, kind of worrying about how I'm going to finish it all, how I'm going to get it all done. And then if I'm not mindful of that, then the the sleep deprivation kicks in and we'll get into things that go along with that. However, time and time again, physicians have stressed the importance of getting enough sleep. According to Dr. Eric Olson of the Mayo Clinic, the optimal amount of sleep for most adults to function properly is seven to eight hours of good sleep each night. Teenagers need anywhere from 10 to 11 hours of sleep, and school-aged kids need 10 or more hours of sleep. It's often hard to follow the doctor's advice of getting enough sleep, especially for adults, as we tend to be very busy every day. We tend to also pack on more than we can get through. 
you know, especially if we're people pleasers or that. We say yes to everything and don't want to disappoint anybody and don't want to let anybody down. And so we just do and do and do and put ourselves last. And usually when we put ourselves last, it's a good probability you're going to put your sleep last as well. Adding to this problem is the fact that sometimes we do have trouble getting to sleep, whether it's because of insomnia or some other sleep problems like sleep apnea, for example. It's my hope with this episode is to impress upon you the importance of sleep. And if it's something you struggle with, I'm going to highly recommend taking it serious and getting some help. Because as long as you're living and breathing, you're going to need it. So let's dive into why sleep is so doggone important. Number one, and if we don't talk about anything else, number one should be enough. Sleep boosts your immune system. Our immune system is the first to be affected when we don't get enough sleep. People who don't get enough sleep or in uh, quality of sleep are more likely to get sick after being exposed to a virus such as a common cold. Lack of sleep can also affect how fast you recover if you do get sick. Long-term lack of sleep also increases the risk of obesity, diabetes, heart and blood vessel disease, cardiovascular disease. Number two, sleep improves your memory. Healthy sleep puts us in the right state of mind to take in information as we go about our day. Not only that, we need a good night's sleep to process and retain that information over the long term. Sleep actually triggers changes in the brain that solidify memories strengthening connections between brain cells and transferring information from one brain region to another. Scientists think that while we sleep, memories and skills are shifted to more efficient and permanent brain regions, making for higher proficiency the next day. In fact, sleeping shortly after learning new information has been shown to help retention. Some research indicates that when people learn before going to sleep or even before taking a nap, they remember the information better in the long term. Just as a side note on this, this is one of the reasons every night before people go to bed, they might say prayers, they might meditate. For myself, I know I go through a list of things that I'm grateful for, for that day in order to, one, get a better night's sleep because I'm I'm giving my brain information to make it feel rest and relaxation so that it's not stressing about the next day. I can't do anything about the next day or what wasn't done in the current day, but if I want to be prepared to finish out my current day tomorrow along with whatever tomorrow's thing is, then I need to Convince my brain that it's okay to rest, to shut down, and go to sleep. And that's one of the ways that you can do that. You know, listening to meditative music can also do that too. But if that's annoying for you, some people can't sleep with music or fans or anything like that, then give yourself permission to give yourself 
a list of things that you're grateful for. I don't care what it is. It could be the trees outside. It could be that you saw the sun today. You saw the sky. It does not matter. All your brain's going to hear is the things that you're grateful for, which creates that serotonin of relaxation, that kick in maybe even some dopamine to kind of just be a little soothing and calming and get your body in that relaxed state. Number three, sleep restores and energizes. Lack of sleep uh, equals lack of energy. Most of us know that already. How many of you have just gotten like two hours of sleep and then dragged yourself the next day? Or maybe you felt energized after two hours of sleep, but then you did that for a couple days in a row. And then, then it really started kicking you. And then you're starting to drag. Then you're trying to get extra cups of coffee and you're trying to get an energy drink and you're trying to eat some food that's going to, to give you the fuel when in fact it's because your body just needs the rest, the sleep. If we don't have enough sleep, we cannot expect to have the strength and energy to go about our daily task. But once we get enough sleep, we become rejuvenated and refreshed so that we feel like we can do anything. We feel more apt and positive about life. We feel more like we want to do something out of our daily routine. We feel like we can accomplish things. We might even feel like we can be friendlier and nicer to folks or they won't be as irritating to us because we are restored our factory settings, so to speak, with the rest. Sleep affects how we look, feel, and perform on a daily basis and can have a major impact on your overall quality of life. As earlier stated, teens need at least eight, on average, nine and a quarter to 10 hours a night of uninterrupted sleep to leave their bodies and minds rejuvenated for the next day. If sleep is cut short, the body doesn't have time to complete all the phrase, phases needed for muscular repair, memory consolidation, and release of hormones regulating growth and appetite. And I know some parents will balk at this because your schedules are so busy every day to ensure your kid could get that much sleep a night. And I'm here to say Ensuring your child receives enough sleep every night will force you to reevaluate and prioritize your daily schedule, which will also give you an opportunity to make your rest and sleep follow suit. Remember, our kids aren't just listening to us, they're watching us as well. What do you want your kids to know? What do you want your kids to learn? To be stressed out, to be exhausted all the time, to be running on empty, or do you want them to live vibrantly? Do you want them to be able to strive and achieve things that would make you proud to see them achieve? Then you need to give them what they need in order to do that. And that's also by you being an example as well. Number four, stimulates creativity. Good sleep has often been associated with creativity. Ever notice that when you're lacking sleep, your mind becomes dull as well? You can't quite think as clear or nothing seems really exciting. A new study into the effects of napping suggests that rapid eye movement 
or REM, may help the brain to create associations between unrelated ideas and enhancing creative problem solving. How awesome is that? Just feeling rested, we can definitely make decisions and better judgments for ourselves than when we're exhausted. We tend to operate from that flight, fight, fight, or freeze mode, and we're just reacting as opposed to really looking at problem solving. I can personally attest to naps being a challenge for me, as I've conditioned myself to go, go, go all the time. However, understanding the benefits of resting or taking breaks throughout the day, I've noticed I have deeper sleep at night. I notice that I'm a calmer person to be around. I don't get as easily agitated. Yes, I still get irritated sometimes, and yes, I get agitated, but I notice by just allowing myself time to be still, whether that's 10 minutes, 20 minutes a day, that I have a lot more clarity. I, I Again, I, I react to situations much calmer. So if, if you're not a napper, that's great. But are you willing to give yourself 10, 20 minutes a day to just rest? Again, so I don't necessarily take a nap, but most days I give myself that 10 or 20 minute break. I know for certain after I work out, I'll go uh, at the gym, a couple of gyms I go to, they have recovery areas where you can go in and get uh, a massage of some kind or go into uh, an infrared sauna. And I go in there literally for 10, 20, 30 minutes afterwards for no other reason than just to give my mind, my body, my spirit something to do, which is nothing, to just be. And it's, I walk out of there not only physically feeling better because I've done something for my body with movement, but I also feel better because I've done, I've given myself permission to recover from that. Again, I've kind of cleared out the day of my thoughts and I'm able to then go home and be in a better frame of mind. It actually feels fantastic. Now, at first it felt kind of weird because, again, that was not how I conditioned myself to be. I had certain beliefs within me that believed that napping was just for children, that it was not something that you did when you became adult. And if anything, I also believe that it made you lazy if you took a nap. Again, these are beliefs that I held. Nobody told me this. It was something that I myself created in my head. And I had to look at that and reevaluate whether or not that belief was still serving me in a in a healthy way. So I, I say that to give you an opportunity to look at your own beliefs that you may have around this area of taking a break, taking a rest, taking a nap, whatever, every day to give your mind and body an opportunity to recover and rejuvenate itself. Number five, sleep helps with weight management. You might be asking how sleep could have anything to do with your weight, and I'm going to get to that. Lack of sleep may not only make you look tired and frail, but oftentimes it can lead to weight gain. In one study, recurrent sleep deprivation in men increased their preferences for high-calorie foods and their overall calorie intake. 
In another study, women who slept less than six hours a night or more than nine hours were more likely to gain 11 pounds compared with women who slept seven to eight hours a night. Other studies have found similar patterns in children and adolescents. One explanation might be that sleep duration affects hormones regulating hunger, ghrelin or leptin and leptin, and stimulates the appetite. Another contributing factor might be that the lack of sleep leads to fatigue and results in less physical activity. As I shared earlier, sometimes you might be more apt to intake more coffee. Now, if you're just drinking black coffee, that's different, but most people I'm seeing are lining up throughout Starbucks getting all kinds of drinks which are loaded with lots and lots of sugar in the hopes of having that rush. How many times have you also found yourself at that three o'clock hour or so during your workday where you just want a little something, a little snicker bar or a little snack of some kind because you're feeling a little low, you're feeling a little fatigued and you know you got a couple more hours before your day's over. These are the things that I'm talking about that could add and contribute to some of those weight management issues that we're talking about. And I know for certain I have eaten more when I'm feeling exhausted or drained, for sure. Because again, I'm wanting more energy. I'm wanting some oomph in my body so I can get through the day. And and it might give me a small, tiny little burst, but I can tell you it's probably giving me more on my hips than it's giving me that jolt that I need to get through. Having that mentality of always needing to be everywhere and do everything is a mindset shift that needs to occur in order to give yourself the permission you need to obtain adequate rest for your mind and your body. As I talked earlier, I had a belief system about napping. I had to really work through that. And it seems like it shouldn't be a big deal, right? But it was a big deal because I couldn't still just go, oh yeah, that's silly. I don't, that's not true. I don't believe, I don't think that anymore. I don't think it's silly that adults take a nap or that they're lazy, yet I couldn't lay down and do it myself. It was like, it was fine for everybody else, but not for me. So I had to go in deeper. I had to go in and look at that. And that's, again, something I work really prevalent with my clients is oftentimes we're not even aware of what those beliefs are and how deep they are that seem like it's so insignificant and yet hold us back just enough to disrupt the quality of our life. Number six, sleep helps you stay mentally and emotionally fit. Sleep helps your brain to rest and to prepare itself for the next day. It helps you stay active, pay attention, make decisions, and be creative. Insufficient sleep can lead to depression, anxiety, stress, and yes, even suicidal symptoms. Whether you sleep too much or not enough, it can be a lack of self-motivation. It can cause mood swings and sometimes you can become angry and impulsive. Number seven, sleep improves concentration and productivity. Sleep is very important to main various aspects of our brain. These include our productivity, reasoning, and concentration. 
One study suggests that lack of sleep will affect these brain functions negatively the same way as alcohol intoxication does. On the other hand, research shows that having enough sleep improves memory performance and problem-solving skills for both children and adults. Number eight, sleep improves your health. Dr. William Demet, a co-founder at Stanford Sleep Center, says that sleep is the number one predictor of how long we'll live. Most of us know that the lack of sleep can put you at risk for several health problems. These often include, as mentioned earlier, cardiovascular disease and diabetes. When you get enough sleep, everything will go smoothly. You will eat healthier, get inspired to exercise, and live longer. I don't know about you. I plan on living a long time. And in that long living, I want to be able to move around and and live and experience things and go places and see my daughter and her future. I want to do that and I want to do it in a way that I'm vibrated, not from a place of just being dull, lackluster, and even stuck in my home. So take some of these things that I share with you seriously. And if they apply to you, then I highly recommend that you start taking action. The things that I share with you throughout every week are very doable. And and I know sometimes it might even sound simple, but the thing is, so often we overcomplicate our lives that the simplest things are all we need to do to make the slightest tweaks in our life, to make them that much richer. During our wakeful hours, we are constantly damaging our body and breaking it down. And during sleep, healing and repair takes place. Getting the balance between the two right is essential. If we get insufficient sleep, then the rate to which we break our body breaks down exceeds the rate which we can heal and repair. And overall health gradually starts to take its toll. Number 10, sleep makes you happier. Woohoo! Sleep is oftentimes associated with our mood. Lack of sleep often results in a terrible mood. It can ruin your whole day. You ever wake up and you're just like, I'm so tired, and then you stub your toe, and then you spill coffee on your shirt, and you hit every red light on the way to work, and before you get to work, you're just like, I'm done. I want to go home and start again. Yeah, that can happen when, we, when we're not getting enough sleep. Studies show that people who have enough sleep tend to be happier and have fewer problems with depression and anxiety. In addition, since having enough sleep restores your energy, you'll be refreshed as soon as you wake up and will experience a happier and better day. Now look, if you're not one of those people that just springs right out of bed like Tigger and, you know, is bouncing off the walls, some people do. That's just naturally who they are. If that's not you... And don't think that when you get enough sleep that you're going to revert over to that. Maybe you could, but how would it be just to be able to wake up and feel refreshed, feel rested, feel like, ah, I got this. That's amazing. So 
let's talk about now. Now we know all of the benefits to what sleep can do and how it impacts our lives. Now I want to talk about how to sleep better at night naturally. Now that you know why it's important, let's now look at another problem, not getting enough sleep. Around 59% of Americans get seven or more hours of sleep every night, while 40% get less than seven hours. Is there any reason we wonder why we see so many people that are struggling with depression and anxiety and panic and and fear in all of that. Yes, sleep is definitely an attributing factor if they're not getting that. Sleep deprivation or not getting enough sleep at night is a result of many things. It might be because of medical, as we mentioned earlier, could be physical and emotional issues. Or it might be because of our habits and the food we eat. There are a lot of things that can contribute to us not having enough sleep, and it can be stressful and tiring if we're not getting the sleep that we need. The good news is there are some natural remedies that we can do to help us sleep better at night, which let me share those with you now. I got five I can share with you. These are proven tips that will, if you follow them, can help you sleep better naturally. Number one, develop a sleep routine. Go to bed at the same time every night and get up at the same time every morning, even on the weekends. A regular sleep routine keeps your biological clock steady as you rest better. Exposure to regular pattern of light and dark helps you stay in sync. So open up the blinds during the day and then or go outside and go for a walk as soon as you wake up and then at night close your blinds again here we got summer coming so it's going to stay light longer but if you're needing to get back into a sleep routine and you're not quite there yet you'll want to make sure that you're doing these things even if it means having blackout curtains or something but making sure that you open those curtains when you wake up so that the room doesn't remain dark number two exercise. Researchers in Northwestern University Department of Neurobiology and Physiology reported that previously sedentary adults who got aerobic exercise, physical movement, four days a week, improved their sleep quality from poor to good. When I say aerobic, I mean movement. I don't mean you got to go put on, you know, the leotard and the headband and the wristband and the leg warmers or any of those things and go find a class. I'm not telling you that. This could merely mean taking a walk around the block, going to the park, going to the mall, going somewhere. This is especially if you've been sedentary, getting a stationary bike. You could go on Facebook Marketplace. You can go on your local neighborhood community on social media to see if somebody is giving away a treadmill or a bike, if getting outside is too hard right now. The goal would be to get you to that point so that you could be moving out, get back out and taking on maybe a dance class that you've wanted to do. Maybe it's taking a Zumba class. 
Maybe it's actually getting in and doing some weightlifting, something, but you got to start somewhere and it starts with you moving at least three to four times a week and make that a routine as well as you're going to work on your sleep routine, work on your physical movement routine as well and watch the two pair beautifully together. The other thing is, is without getting this physical movement in, you're also risking things like depressive symptoms, you know, less sleep, meaning you're not getting restful, good, deep sleep. You're just getting surface sleep because you haven't done anything to burn anything off. Just be sure to wrap up and work out Every day, again, three, four times a day, start out a three a day, a week, start out slow so that you're not going to get yourself so sore that you can't do it again and want to give up. You need to set reasonable goals for yourself and you need to commit to you. Don't give up on you. You, you are far more worthy and deserving of you not giving up on you and giving you an opportunity to get a really good night's sleep You'll feel fantastic the next day and let that be your motivation for continuing to do that. Number three, sip milk. Does milk actually make you sleepy? In short, probably not. Not on a chemical level. While there is sleep-inducing amino acid tryptophan in milk, studies are debatable that it actually does anything. Much like turkey, the levels aren't that such that they would put you in that state. But all of that does not mean to not do this. It's, again, part of a routine. There's something that is comforting and soothing to have a glass of warm milk. Or maybe it's like a sleepy time tea, something that's an herbal, calming drink. And again, it's a ritualistic. It's something that becomes part of a routine that helps kind of wind you down. Maybe you turn off the TV. Maybe that's the time when you're drinking that cup of warm milk or tea 20 minutes before you go to bed. That's when you turn off your screens on your phones. That's when you log off the computer. That's when you turn the phone or TV off and maybe put on some nice music or even read a book, something, or write in your gratitude journal what you're thankful for. These are going to be the things that help your body slowly start to realize, oh, I need to, I'm feeling like I need to go rest now. Number four, if you're a smoker, stop smoking for if you do it for nothing else, do it for sleep, but there's a lot of reasons to stop smoking. Nicotine is a stimulant, so it prevents you from falling asleep. Plus, many smokers experience withdrawal pangs at night. Smokers are four times more likely to not feel as well rested after a night's sleep than non-smokers. And smoking exasperates sleep apnea and other breathing disorders, which can also stop you from getting a good night's rest. Don't worry, that quitting will keep you up for nights. That effect passes in about three to five nights. Again, 
you might want to work with somebody who can help you emotionally work through not only giving up the cigarettes. A lot of times we're using the cigarette or the alcohol or the drugs or whatever food as a reason to numb ourselves, to check out. Some might even say they use it to calm themselves which is interesting that if we're not feeling calm or we're feeling overstimulated and we add another stimulant to it, again, that is a habit. It's not a necessity. It's not something that's going to bring quality to your life. So it might be something that you pair with somebody, a professional like myself or somebody who could help you hypnotherapy. There's a number of different types of techniques that people have that can help you move past that so you can adopt other habits that are going to be serving you well for a longer, more vibrant period of your life. Number five, cut caffeine after 2 p.m. If if you're a caffeine drinker and that is something that you realize, especially as maybe you're aging, that you can't take it or tolerate it as well as you did when you were younger, it might be time for you to have a cutoff time for that. So maybe not have the cappuccino over dinner. Maybe, again, opt for uh, a decaffeinated herbal tea or something like that so that you can still feel like you're having that after-dinner coffee, but it not being the actual coffee. This will give your brain, again, the comfort of knowing it has something and also helps it beneficially to help you later when you go to bed not have that stimulation that's keeping you awake so as we prepare to wrap up this episode i want to remind you that sleeping is something you should not take for granted you might think that other things like healthy eating and exercise are the main keys to healthy lifestyle but There is no denying that getting enough sleep is equally important, if not the most important. And if you want to have a longer and happier life, give your body a chance to rest and to be refreshed. And I'm going to encourage you to listen to the end of this podcast after I tell you ways that you can connect with me, because I want you to take two minutes out of your day And just let yourself sink in to the closing music I have for today. It's different than what I normally do. So I'm I'm giving you that heads up now because I want you to take the time and just sit and listen to it and see how you feel. And if you found this helpful or you know someone who could use a little extra help or support, I'm going to encourage you to share this podcast. And if you don't already follow it, I encourage you to follow it so you get updated every week when there's a new topic dropped. And if you would like to get in touch with me, here are some ways that you can connect with me and you can send me messages so that we can... um, so we can communicate with one another. I'm on Instagram at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Kelly Ray is spelled K-E-L-L-Y-R-A-E. I'm on Facebook at Dr. Kelly Ray B, B as in brown. I'm on TikTok at Dr. Kelly Ray. My website is drkellyray.com. My email is drkellyray at gmail.com. Until next week, please know 
I send you so much love and I want you to take the time and just listen for the next few minutes. Thank you. 